Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you folks? Hope you are all keeping well out there in podcast land. Aye, you've guessed it. Another week has rolled round in the piping scene and yes, we've got tons to talk about. There's been lots of changes, lots of things happening. At, yeah, we've got a lot to unpack. Plus, of course, our topic of the week this week. Um, Yeah, you might have guessed by the title of this week's episode already who we might be talking to, but that'll be later on in this week's episode. Hmm. So, by way of introduction, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bed and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every single week, we are here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. I'm sure you're all singing along at home now at this point. You've probably all got that memorised now. You know, I should maybe, I should, yeah, I should possibly change that introduction. Now, maybe I shouldn't, you know, and I just envision now everyone driving in their car or heading to school, going to work or something, and they're all singing along at home. And our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. You know, that's just, yeah, a vision I have in my head, but there you go. Uh, but yes, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon, and I have to give a massive shout out to our Patreon faithful over there, who are just awesome, by the way, uh, who are really helping to keep the wheels turning here on the Big Rab Show. And yes, you've been treated to a whole dose of extra stuff over there, exclusive interviews and episodes of Rab Show Plus, of course, as well as our episodes of our Fuse FM Balamoney Radio Show, uh, where we give away a free episode this week. Uh, yeah, thanks to Black Friday. Uh, so yeah, there's a bit of a special promotion on. Uh, yeah, if you want to go and check that out, uh, last week's episode uh, from Fuse FM was free. So you can go and listen to that now. Uh, so it's up there now on our Patreon page. You can go and get that to our radio show for nothing. But if you do want to help support us, then click support and you'll get years worth of shows. Now, that's what I mean, years at this point. It's like three years worth of weekly radio shows. I'm sure if I do the math, two hours live every week uh, for three years, I guess, that's a lot of shows. That's a lot of music. And uh, yeah, there's a great back catalogue there on Patreon. So do consider it. Uh, you can go over there, click support, and be part of the Patreon faithful and get your mitts and all that extra stuff. If not, you can go and check out that free episode that was released there as part of our Black Friday deal. There you go. Okay, well, with each and every Big Rab Show podcast, we do like to open the doors to listener mail. Now, our listener mail for this past week has been asking tons of questions about the holidays and Christmas and everything. Uh, Yeah, a lot of people actually asking, will we be doing our usual episode called The 12 Products of Christmas? We do know there's a lot of folk out there that are actually doing their Christmas shopping right now and they're buying stuff for their loved ones. So, yes, we will be doing our 12 Products of Christmas episode. That will be coming up very soon uh, so yeah i have to say if anyone out there does have a suggestion for the 12 products of christmas then please do let us know if there's any particular products or that we should feature on the show in that episode then let us know our email address bigrabshow@gmail.com. 
Yeah, and shout out to everyone who commented on last week's episode as we caught up with Linda from Linda's Personalized Flashes, uh, but also as we caught up with Robbie there from Flux Solutions. And yeah, two very interesting products, and that's why we wanted to feature them both on last week's episode, uh, just ahead of the holidays coming in, I guess. So definitely worth your time. And I do know a lot of people actually have went and investigated and possibly purchased uh, their own personalized flashes uh, for themselves. And also, shout out to those who have bought uh, the new cases and everything from Flux Solutions. We do have it in good authority that a load of people went and checked the website and bought them as a result following the episode. So thank you, everyone. It is definitely a real stellar product, along with the flashes, too. So, yeah, definitely both of which we... Yeah, that'll give the Big Rab Show stamp of approval right there. There you go. So, yes, thank you to everyone who emailed in following last week's episode. Uh, yeah, just very encouraging to, to know that everyone's tuning in over these cold winter months. Uh, so, yeah, awesome stuff. Now, if you do have your own particular commentary, then please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, now, as you can imagine, we did get a lot of emails in about the Trad Awards. A lot of people are asking questions about when do we find out whether we have won or lost or what the crack is. Well, yeah, to keep you all informed, the awards are happening on the 4th. Yeah, 4th of December. And they will be live streamed online thanks to BBC Alba. Yeah, apparently there will be a bit of a... Yeah, a TV presence at the event, and it's all very swanky, all very fancy. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely very much out of my comfort zone with this, and I, mm, we'll talk more about the Trad Awards in a minute or two. But uh, yeah, just to let you folks know that it'll be the 4th of December, uh, so I hope that answers some of your questions there that come in through the listener mail. There you are. Also, we get a lot of very uh, heartfelt messages of support and saying thank you and you know, for the past year and everything, and congratulations on the nomination and such, and that, that was just awesome, so thank you everyone. So if anything, that kind of brings me on to Weekly Drone. Yes, I am kind of doing it out of sequence this week but that's for good reason because we were talking about listener mail we did get a good number of messages of support this week and uh, we also got a weekly drone on the topic so JD what's this week's weekly drone man it's the weekly drone full credit to all you folks there at the big rab show the nomination for the trad awards is a tribute to all your hard work over these years I'm sure I speak for all your listeners. Thank you. We appreciate your show each and every week. I wish you the very best of luck and hoping you keep up the great work. Do you think you'll ever pull the plug? Ah, Weekly Droner. Believe it or not, um, that's a question we get asked quite often. Um, So, yeah, well, first of all, thank you for your very kind words. All of us on the team do really appreciate all the support. And, yeah, but we're absolutely chuffed to have received the nomination in the first place. Uh, It is just incredible. Uh, So, yeah, I did say we'll talk about the Trad Awards later. uh, But, yeah, we are continuing on that vein, I guess. Uh, But thank you so much to the Weekly Droner there. And it does kind of reflect what we've been getting in our inbox, I suppose, in our email. uh, Rab Show bigrabshow at gmail.com there's been tons of that uh, so thank you everyone i really do appreciate it and all of us on the team do uh, so but yes to answer your question it's been one that we've been getting quite a lot recently don't know particularly why uh, but this year in particular 2022 there's been a lot of that asking well are you pulling the plug are, are you are you quitting now are, are you finishing especially after episode 300 
That was a big one. A lot of people thought that after episode 300, that was it. They thought, right, Rab's pulling the plug and we all need to listen to episode 300 because that's the last one. Um, I don't know where that rumour came from. Um, that completely caught me unawares. That, yeah, a lot of people were saying, oh, but I heard after 300 you're done. I said, no. Um, no. Well, to answer everyone's questions... No, we have absolutely no plans at the moment to pull the plug on anything. If anything, uh, we're looking towards 2023 with gusto. This is going to be one heck of an incoming season in 2023. Uh, We have a full calendar this time, hopefully, uh, fuller than last year. And the return of the music has definitely rebuilt itself, I guess, from 2022. That building year has been a success in my eyes. And uh, yeah, we are hoping for a massive season in 2023. Ourselves and Rab Show, of course, we are preparing for that. And we are going to hopefully cover every possible aspect of it as best we can. Now, again, I will stress, as best we can. And this is something that also doesn't get communicated very often here on the show. But we are a team of volunteers, and none of us on the Rab Show team are getting paid. There's, none of us here are doing this venture of Big Rab Show uh, professionally. There's none of us making a living from this. Um, so that might come as a shock and a surprise. I know that our show has sponsors like G1 Reads and vice versa and other different folk. But that they really do help just keep the wheels turning here. Uh, podcasting is a quite expensive game. And when you consider all of the different hosting fees, and there's just so much involved financially, all of those type of things really do count. And ourselves, honestly, you know, for our Patreon supporters, they do make our coverage, you know, so much easier because then we're able to travel to events and pay for, you know, admission and fees and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, the, the financial side of podcasting is not easy. A lot of people have been suggesting that, oh, sure, Rab and those folks are, you know, doing this professionally. They're, you know, this is their full-time job. And no, uh, we all have nine-to-five jobs. We all pay mortgages, uh, uh, car payments, all that stuff. And this podcasting thing we do as an absolute passion project. Uh, so where people have thought that I'd be somehow, you know, retiring and moving to Barbados and, you know, sitting in the sunshine now on a beach sipping a cocktail. Uh, No. (laughs) And, yeah, this is very much a passion project. All of us on the Rab Show team have a clear love of this music and its people, and we have no intention of stepping away from this scene anytime soon. Uh, So I hope that that answers any questions. I hope it removes all possible doubt uh, as well. Uh, So, yeah, we are going to keep the wheels turning as long as we possibly can. We are going to be covering the piping scene as best we possibly can for as long as possible. And that is through the support of you guys downloading and listening every week, but also through Patreon support, I guess, and through those of our sponsors as well. They really do help us a massive deal. And... uh, yeah, we couldn't be happier. You know, through everyone's support at the moment, that's how we've been able to sustain ourselves. And we do hope to continue those wheels turning, I guess, as the next season rolls ahead. 2023 is shaping up to be a huge year. And for all of the rumours circulating and all the questions about whether we're pulling the plug, I can tell you all now and lay waste to all of the rumour. No, we are not pulling the plug. We are continuing on. Uh, Yeah, we have a clear plan actually rolling through into next season of what we want to cover, where and when and how. 
so if anything, uh, one of my hopes, now this, yeah, I'm going to throw myself under the bus here now, I hope that 2023 will involve some more international travel. Who knows? We may receive more invitations to go inv- you know, internationally to cover other events. And that's something that we would love to bring here to the show. As well as we're covering stuff here in the UK, but we'd absolutely love to attend more events in the future. Uh abroad you know be it in the united states canada australia new zealand wherever uh, if we're invited we'll make our best efforts to attend and cover piping and drumming around the globe not just here in the uk so that's a hope of mine uh, but i'll have to guess and we'll wait and see what plans happen in 2023 we'll have to wait uh, but yeah just wanted to lay waste to all of the rumors because i know there's loads of them at the moment and a lot of them do make their way back to me uh, but yeah, a lot of chat, a lot of talk about whether we're going to pull the plug here at Rab Show. But no, absolutely not. We have no plans at all. Uh, Rab Show will continue to trundle along. There you are. So hope that answers Weekly Drone. Uh, yeah, and apologies if that was a bit long-winded. But yeah, we've received a bit of you know, quite a bit of correspondence over the last month or two about this. Following episode three hundred, there's been a lot of rumor and chat about it. So. There you are. I know I'm being a bit candid on the podcast this week, but uh, we do pride ourselves in honesty, I guess, here. So there you are. Honesty in your face. There you go. All right. So, well, thank you to our weekly droner, whoever you are, for sending that in. And if you do have your own particular weekly drone, then do send it in to us. TheBigRabShow.com. There's a big button right at the top of the page where you can tell us your thoughts and feelings, warts and all, completely unedited. And, uh, yeah, that was a nice one. We we do get the nice ones every now and again. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes we do get the negative ones. Uh, so if you have a story to tell or a bit of a moan, a groan, or indeed a drone, then send Send them in to us. Yeah, thebigrabshow.com, big button at the top of the page, Weekly Drone. That's where you can do it. All right. Okay, so that's Weekly Drone out of the way. So then that makes way uh, for, yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Meetings. Ah, yes. Meetings is this week's word of the week. Now, for good reason. There's been a whole series of meetings recently. Uh, Not just, well, of course, with all of your branches and everything. But, yeah, also a lot of bands have been hosting AGMs, annual general meetings and different things like that. And, uh, yeah, a lot of folk right now at this time of year would have probably had their AGM. Uh, by this time, I would reckon, come the end of November, start of December, possibly. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of meetings happening. A lot of them are super productive and can be really useful, and a lot of work can get done and a lot of change can be enacted. But some meetings can also be <sighs> dead boring and counterproductive, if nothing else. And as a result, people stop attending. The meetings are just paying lip service to why they were supposed to be having a meeting in the first place. Now, this, if anything, drew my attention. Uh, I've seen, I'm a bit of a fan of a guy on YouTube called Casey Neistat. Now, I'm sure everyone out there may well have heard of him. He's a pretty big deal on YouTube. He's got millions of subscribers. But I follow him on YouTube because I love his style of storytelling and all the rest. But anyway, Casey put up a video this past week about an email that Elon Musk had sent his employees uh, of Tesla and SpaceX and all the rest. And he was talking about meetings specifically and his guidelines on these meetings and what staff should do 
honestly was absolutely spot on. So for those out there that are going to band AGMs or for their branch AGMs and stuff like that, this is really incredible. Uh, so yeah, I would absolutely be behind some of the rec- recommendations, I have to say. Uh, Elon Musk says, uh, use common sense as your guide. Do you need to meet in the first place? If you're not contributing to the meeting, leave. Uh, so, yeah, he's, there's so many great points in here where Elon's basically saying that meetings are great, but if they're not being productive, then knock it off. There's no point. You know, if you're going to be meeting folk and then not actually doing anything, then why have the meeting in the first place? So, yeah, absolutely agree. So, yeah, go and check out that video by Casey Neistat. And uh, he talks about Elon Musk's approach uh, to meetings, and it's got quite fascinating, actually. But I would kind of... I would like to employ a lot of that when it comes to our own branch meetings and stuff like that here. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of bands and that that attend these meetings, which is fantastic and everything, but a lot of those bands don't really contribute to the conversation. They kind of sit there and listen to everything as it happens. And then whenever the meeting concludes, and then they kind of go, oh, well, I wish I'd said something about that. Oh, you know, I wish I'd done some. They were talking about this certain thing, and, you know, our band maybe not happy about that. Well, why didn't you say something? Uh, yeah, if you're not going to contribute to the meeting, then why attend? You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, reading these guidelines that Elon Musk has put in place for his employees at places like SpaceX and Tesla, then, uh, yeah, that can read across for a lot of things in the business world, but obviously for ourselves here in the piping world as well. I have to say that I, from my memory of going to pipe band AGMs, they're normally a bit of a talking shop where you elect, you elect in a secretary, you elect a president, a treasurer, you elect all these different roles, and then everyone just goes home again. Uh, there's a bit of a report done by the treasurer, which is basically, here, Jimmy, is there money in the bank? Aye. Uh, did we spend a pile? Aye. Well, how much money is there left? Ah, we're all right. Uh, pay your dues. <laughs> Pay your dues. And that, that's pretty much it. That's the meeting right there. Uh, so, yeah, that's been my experience from previous band AGMs. Roles like pipe major, lead drummer and stuff rarely change unless there is something dramatic within the band that does need to change. And that does get put up for discussion, I guess, on occasion. But on those occasions, I would urge you, again, contribute. You know, let your feelings be known. And if you believe a change in leadership is required, then say so. Uh, sitting with, you know, your gob shut and then complaining after the fact just leaves bad blood, I guess. And that's coming from experience also. So, yeah, airing your airs and graces at a meeting setting, setting and actually contributing, it, it does help. Uh, so, yeah, don't ever think that by not contributing that you're helping that... Mm, yeah, always open your gob and say whatever's in your head because then it's always better aired out, I reckon. But there you are. That's just my opinion. You know, I'm sure folk out there can disagree with me and go, Oh, crap, there is times when you do have to shut up. Uh, there probably is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in recent days we've had various different AGMs and stuff and no doubt we'll be reporting on the most recent one that happened here in RSPBA Northern Ireland. And so there has been some changes afoot there. Uh, but also there has been... Some no, no changes. Uh, so that also has happened. Uh, so I guess we'll talk about that in the news and updates, I guess. Uh, but yeah, we will, I guess, get into everything. 
later on in the show with regards to all of the happenings with the meetings and such. There has been a lot. But yeah, this week's Word of the Week is meetings. And I would urge you to go and check out that video uh, for Casey Neistat. Uh, You can go and have a look at that. Or even if you want to put it into Google, uh, yeah, Elon Musk meeting recommendations. And that's quite an interesting read there. There's five bullet points in, in total. And most of it is just common sense. Yeah, and it just reads across. That's perfect. There you go. Yeah, I just I've spotted that interesting video, and I've been going down that rabbit hole about the productivity of meetings, and it kind of reads well across to the piping scene, I guess, at the moment. There you are. All righty. That's it for Word of the Week. Right, it's at this point, I guess, where I should go and get myself a wee cup of tea uh, before we get into all the news and updates then, shall we? Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab for a 30-day free trial. Yes, indeed. Time for all of the news and updates from this past week. And there has been quite a lot of news and updates uh, to get through. So, yeah, forgive us. If there is anything that does manage to hit the cutting room floor, then please do message us in if there is a story we happen to miss. Our email address, as always, is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yeah. Alright, so before uh, we do get into all of the news and updates, there is a story that happened a couple of days ago, actually, from the point of where we're recording this on the 30th of November. Uh, yeah, we had the sad news of the passing of Joe Maguire. Now, Joe was a piper with St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band uh, from their Grade 2 days as they were making the climb into Grade 1. But, of course, his son, Ronan Maguire, is a current member of St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band. Now, this news did come as a bit of a shock to a lot of folks. And, yeah, the Irish Pipe Band Association put out a bit of an announcement informing everybody of the sad passing. So from all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, we do want to offer our sincerest condolences to all of Joe's family, of course to Ronan and to everyone there at St. Lawrence Tool Pipe Band, and to everyone in the IPBA, the Irish Pipe Band Association. Uh, we do know that Joe Maguire uh, will be sadly missed by all. And especially at this time of year, uh, such tragic news, uh, it's just a horrible, horrible time. Uh, so, yeah, again, we want to offer our sincerest condolences there. Uh, such a tragic loss for the Maguire family. And, uh, yeah, we do offer our condolences. There you are. 
All right. So from that really quite tragic news story, I do want to move on to a bit of more a positive news story, I guess. And one of which that we were not expecting. Uh, but once once we got the email and the press release, I couldn't believe it. Uh, but then shortly after I got the press release, then bang, it was everywhere. It was all over social media. It was absolutely everywhere. What am I talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about Glasgow Sky. The Sky! The mighty Sky. They're back. Glasgow Sky pipe band, yeah, came out with a huge announcement saying that they have managed to appoint a brand new pipe major, lead tipper, the full works, the band are ready to go. So, yeah, they confirmed the appointment of Kenny McLeod as their PM. There you are. So, Ross Cowan and Darren uh, Somerville would be pipe sergeants and Les Galbraith. Might have mentioned him in a previous podcast, but Les is going to be the new lead tipper of Glasgow Sky. Yeah, so there you go. Interesting movings around, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, absolutely cracking news for folks there at Glasgow Sky. Now, I do know that there's been a serious amount of work behind the scenes at Glasgow Sky to keep the band running in the interim as they try to put people into these roles of responsibility. So shout out to everyone there at the Glasgow Sky Association. There's just way too many of you to mention. Uh, but yeah, if you do want to read the full press release, you can do that. It's on the Glasgow Sky Association pipe band social media. They've published the full details, give you the full background, including statements from the new new leaders of the band and everything. Uh, but, you know, seeing that Glasgow Sky have been off the road now for a number of years is such exciting news to see the band back again. And we can't wait to see them battling it out back in that circle again. There you are. So, again, the band are saying that if you do want to tick up the challenge and possibly, yeah, play with Glasgow Sky, then they are open for applications. So if you do want to contact them, then you can. So yeah, just have a look. Glasgow Sky Association on their social media. They've given all their points of contact and that. So yeah, definitely worth a look. And such exciting news there for Glasgow Sky. I am absolutely chuffed for you folks. And uh, good luck to Kenny McLeod, the new PM. And of course, Les there in charge of the back line. Yeah, Good luck, folks. We cannot wait to see you in the circle and see what sort of music you can produce. It's just fantastic to see the Mighty Sky back again. Oh, I'm absolutely a fan, and I'm so chuffed that they're back. So there you go. Such positive news. Positive, positive news. All right. I have to give a mention to Scott Wood. Now, you folk out there might well know who Scott Wood is. Uh, Of course, following his album Upsurge with the Scott Wood band, Scott has went on to be a piper with bands such as Scarivore and countless others. Uh, Scott has been synonymous in the uh, trad and folk music scene. Well, tomorrow, actually, yeah, 1st of December, the... uh, yeah, Celtic Worship Band are going to be releasing a brand new Christmas album. That's going to be well worth checking out. Now, I've, I've already got a pre-release copy of it, of course. And let's just say it's awesome. All right? Yeah, tons of piping in there. And yes, it's uh, Christian music, but it's not as gospel as you might expect. There is definitely a lot of modern twists in here and uh, very interesting music. So for anyone out there who hasn't listened yet... It's a Celtic worship, I would urge you that you do. Uh, tons of great blister and piping on there from Scott Wood. So, yeah, definitely go and have a listen to that. But also, I had to give a mention, actually, for fans of the original Scott Wood band, you guys are going to know that Upsurge was recorded all the way back in 2017. Yeah, ourselves and Rab Show actually attended that album launch, and we brought that album launch to the Rab Show, uh, believe it or not. 
That was a few years ago. Uh, so back in 2017 was the last time the Scott Wood Band were kind of back together again and played that gig. I think they played maybe one or two one-off gigs here and there. There's been little rumours about them being in the studio and recording stuff. It's all a little bit up in the air. However, yeah, just in recent days, we've received an announcement from the Scott, Word, Scott Wood Band that they're heading to Celtic Connections. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the 26th of January at Celtic Connections at the Dry Gate, we will have a very special performance. Of course, of the album Vinicular, or Vincular, I think. See, this is stuff that Rab got wrong. I can't pronounce this stuff. Uh, Vincular <laughs> by Ron Jappy, of course. Virtuoso, a guitar player and a songwriter in his own right. He's just a fantastic musician. Uh, but, of course, he's also a guitar player with the Scott Wood Band. So, not only will there be a performance of Vincular by Ron Jappy, uh, but also then, to finish off the night, will be the Scott Wood Band. Now, this will be the return to the stage of this band since 2017 so for anyone who's been a fan of scott wood and particularly the scott wood band now's your opportunity and yeah this was one gig i got particularly excited about whenever i seen the announcements go ooh, that'll be one to catch so day for your diary 26th of january at the celtic connections festival the scott wood band yeah and that performance of course as well by the vincular by ron jappy i i have no doubt i'm a pronouncing that wrong so apologies ron i know you're probably listening mate so i I, yeah i always pronounce stuff wrong and please don't take offense whenever i do just send me in an angry email and we'll bring it to the stuff because it always happens all right now i have to give a mention of a news story that happened on the 26th of november to be precise yeah there was a casting call for bagpipers from a major travel brand this was interesting. Rose Waite Studio were looking for pipers to take part in a well-known travel brand's new commercial. Yeah, The company specialises as a creative casting studio and are currently working on a project to celebrate the lives of all kinds of British people. They are planning to use an interview slash documentary style to tell stories that remind us all of the things we have in common despite our different characters. Hmm. So for more information, you can go and have a look at rosewait.com or you can go and have a look at bagpipe.news when they publish the story. This is an interesting one because if you do manage to get selected, you will get paid 350 quid per day and you will have yeah, two days work, I guess. That's not bad. Plus, you'll also get a grand, a thousand pound every time that the ad gets used or something like that. The usage fee and all of that. Very interesting. Uh, so, go and have a look at it. The full details are up there now on bagpipe.news. I think the applications are still open at the minute. Now, uh, yeah, um, they are asking for very specific information here. They need their your full name and age, where you're based in the UK. Uh, you also need a couple of recent photographs, ideally headshots. There you go. I don't know how anyone who has proper headshots other than selfies. Uh, but yeah, also if you have any social media links. And you also need to tell them a little bit about your profession and your hobbies. I guess piping might be one of them. But there you go. Uh, they are specifically looking for bagpipers to work for an advertising uh, regime or program, I guess. Yeah, for a big major travel brand. Very interesting stuff there. Hmm. There you go. 
All right. Now, I mentioned the Irish Pipe Band Association there, and they put out a number of announcements there of quite a sad story. But they did put out another announcement there following the recent RSPBA Northern Ireland AGM. Uh, Apparently, there's been some moving and shaking with some of the senior roles. Uh, We have a brand new chairperson. Yeah, Alistair Patterson. Now, this, this is a bit of a strange one, this. We know that the AGM happened... Uh, for RSPBA Northern Ireland. See, I did tell you we're going to be talking more about meetings. And, yeah, we were expecting some changes at some of the important jobs. And Chairman was definitely one of them we were expecting an announcement on. But RSPBA Northern Ireland didn't announce it. It was the IPBA, which was a bit odd. Uh, But here we go. We got an announcement from them saying congratulations to Alistair Patterson. Yeah. He's a champion drum major of note, of course, and active adjudicator Uh, so uh, yeah absolutely smashing alistair patterson now sitting in the chairman role of rspba northern ireland so yeah i dare say he will have a wealth of experience in the piping scene and uh yeah can't wait to see what he brings to that role smashing stuff so but again just a bit odd that the ipba announced it and not the rspba northern ireland Uh, odd Uh, but there you go it is what it is i guess uh but hey there you are. Hopefully we will get a, a full report from the AGM and, yeah, we'll find out who managed to get into what role, I guess, and what was discussed and all that. But for now, it's all a bit cloak and dagger, I guess. There, there's nothing come forward from RSPBA Northern Ireland and we wait with bated breath, I guess. There you are. Okay, on to another news story. I have to mention Roddy McLeod. Yes, congratulations to Roddy, actually, as he's been awarded with a fellowship uh, of the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland. Now, to read this story in full, uh, I'd have you here all week. But I have to say, in summary, Roddy McLeod, MBE, yeah, in his role as principal of the National Piping Centre in 2020, Roddy held the post since '96, and over those 24 years, he was recognised by the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland recently, who awarded him a fellowship with the ceremony on October 27th. Now, there's some real class-looking photos of Roddy McLeod, of course, and Josh Dixon, who we had on the show previously. Uh, so, yeah, shout-out to Roddy. It's, yeah, outstanding to see, recognised in, in such a fashion. And uh, the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland is just fantastic. So, yeah, shout-out to Roddy. Go and check out RoddyMcLeodBagpipes.com. Such an exciting time for him. And to have such recognition like this from the Conservatoire, I'm sure it's very much appreciated by Roddy. There you are. Okay, I have to mention a very brief news story. Uh, again, For this is another opportunity. This one's not for pipers, though. This one's for drummers. They're looking for a drumming instructor. Uh, wanted at Pilrig Park School in Edinburgh. So the Friends of Pilrig School, which are a registered charity, you could just about talk, um, are seeking a replacement drum and shooter for one morning a week, every Tuesday, to teach 22 young people. Uh, so if you are interested, full details are available, of course, info at sspdt.org.uk. Or, again, you can check bagpipe.news, who have published the story, and, of course, where you can get your applications and all that sort of stuff. So if you are a drumming instructor in the Edinburgh area and you're interested, uh, yeah, closing dates for this is December 5th. Uh, so you're invited to send in an email of interest along with a, a CV outlining your experience. And uh, yeah, that could well be for you indeed. All right. I have to give something that came out from the music board. Now, we do know that there was a number of branch meetings over the weekend, not just RSPBA in Northern Ireland, but uh, 
there was a document produced by the music board uh, via headquarters, and this this is an interesting one. This is they're calling it a discussion document, right? Now, normally things like this don't get discussed, and this is a real positive step here. Anyway, what am I talking about? Yeah, the music board published this discussion document talking about this incoming season and the playing requirements for each grade. Summarizing basically if it's a minor competition, major competition, or if it's a world championship competition, and depending on your grade, what's expected of you within that circle. Yeah, now this does get down into the nitty-gritty, but exactly how many medley selections, how many MSRs, what, how many parts per tune, how much freedom do you have, time limits and stuff, all of that. It goes into very detailed information on each grade with each competition in mind. Now, they have various different proposals here. Here's like a major proposal, minor proposal, and then also some suggestions for the worlds and how to tweak them and stuff. Very interesting stuff. Now, I dare say that half of the pipe band world probably haven't seen this already. We've published it on Rab Show social media, of course, now a few times now. Uh, but yeah, go along and have a read at this. It does make for some very interesting reading. We are seeing now the music board reaching out to the membership and asking, here's a few ideas, folks. What do you think? Now, as I've said, this is a huge deal because this hasn't really happened before. Uh, We don't get documents like this for discussion. Normally, we get documents like this because it's telling us what is going to happen. That Normally, the music board would rule on something and say, right, you're playing in grade two. You need to learn two MSRs for this competition. You need to have one medley for that one. You have two medleys for the other. Draw on the line. Uh, for your MSR, they have to be a minimum of four-parted tunes. You have to draw, you know, all of this stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I know I picked out grade two there. But, there, yeah, there's tons of other grades, of course, and all have their own individual playing requirements and recommendations by the music board. And they have thrown it out here to the membership and asking for opinions. Now, as to where these opinions will be discussed, we don't quite know. But they have put this document out there and say it's just for discussion for now. This is the thinking of what they're doing. These are the suggested proposals. And they're wanting to know what the piping world think of it, basically. Uh, So it's quite a detailed document, broken down grade by grade. There's even what I call spider graphs. If you know what those are. Uh, well, they put out like a, or a flow chart, I think is a better term for it. Uh, you know, they ask questions and answers and then oh, it's very complicated. All right. I'm getting very geeky and nerdy here, but very complicated, very detailed, but also incredibly interesting. Uh, grade by grade, the playing requirements for each band, each competition, all considered by the music board. And uh, yeah, we do believe that this may well be talked about at the big AGM in March at headquarters. And bands will be asked for their thoughts on this. And that's when you're right, your thoughts on all of this discussion document could be presented. That's just my guess for now. Uh, that hasn't really been confirmed. Looking at RSPBA social media, when they published this, they just said, this is a discussion document produced by the music board. And boom, they published it. And that's it. There was no further details, really, other than 
Yeah, this will be discussed in band halls around the country, I have no doubt. And even around the world too, especially for those planning on travelling uh, to compete. This is a document that you really should be paying attention to uh, because your preparations this winter may well change as a result. You may well be preparing an MSR or a medley of some kind, a March medley, and then you're finding that your playing requirements have changed. Yeah, you might think, oh, we can play two two-parted reels, uh, when the ruling is, no, you have to play one four-parted reel. All right, something like that. So the goalposts are moving here, folks, and the, this is the thinking. So I would urge you to go and have a read at this document. Uh, again, we've shared it out multiple times on our social media, uh, but this discussion document is very interesting, and it shows the direction of travel for future thinking, I guess, Um for everything, I guess, for our competitive piping and drumming. You know, musical styles move on and judges' tastes move on as well. So, very interesting stuff. I've talked about it enough. Just wanted to draw your attention to it. Definitely go and check that out. The discussion document from the Music Board published this week. Very interesting reading. If anything, I haven't really quite finished reading it yet and I'm still sort of delving through it. It's quite complicated. Anyway... Moving on to another news story. I have to give a huge shout-out and round of applause to, yeah, an absolute legend and good friend of the show, Mr. Eric Evanhouse. Yo! There you go, Eric, you absolute champion. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because Eric has composed another tune. It's been a while, actually, Eric. Don't know what you're doing there, pal. Uh, but he's composed <laughs> He's composed a 6-8. Yeah, a 6-8 jig. And he's entitled it... Katie the Wild Piper. Oh, isn't that smashing? Yeah, of course, Katie the Wild Bike Piper. Uh, we've had her on Kintra and that before on Radio Ulster. We haven't actually had Katie. Oh, we have had Katie on the show here, on Rab Show, uh, when, we, when I met her at the Worlds. Uh, so, but yeah, we have to have Katie on the show, I think. Uh, but yeah, Eric, being the legend that he is, managed to compose a absolutely brilliant 6 8 tune for Katie and uh, titled it Katie the Wild Piper. So that's absolutely smashing, Eric. What a gesture and absolutely brilliant. Fantastic stuff. Well done. Uh, so, again, we have shared that out, of course, on the Big Rab Show social media. Uh, so, if you are wanting to check out the sheet music for it, then go and check that out. I haven't actually heard a recording of it yet, so I'm going to have to have a look for that. There you are. So, yeah, I will check that out for sure. All right. Now, I have to give a bit of a shout out to Denny and Donny Pace Pipe Band, who are in recruitment mode. Yes, like most bands currently at the moment. Although it is starting to dry up now a little bit. A lot less bands are in recruitment mode. But Denny are certainly still on the lookout. For their grade 3A pipe band, they're looking for tenor drummers specifically. And for their grade 4 band, they're looking for snare drummers, tenor drummers and a lead tipper. So, yeah, they're looking anyone drumming related, I guess, for either 3A or grade 4 there at Denny and Donny Pace Pipe Band. So if you are curious or interested, then contact them. Or, of course, you can contact us here on The Big Rab Show. Indeed. Now, I have to mention the Belfast International Tattoo. I did tell you folks that I would keep you posted on when tickets get released for it. Well, just at the time of recording this, they've only just posted it on their social media that tickets for the Belfast Tattoo will be available tomorrow. Yep, the 1st of December. Tickets for the next tattoo go on sale. So, yes, Get yourself onto the SSA Arena box office or even on the Belfast Tattoo website yourself and get these tickets early. All right, I keep telling you this each and every time because whenever September rolls around, everyone goes, ah, oh, I forgot about the tattoo. Ah, oh, can't get tickets. What? Sold out? See, how many times does that happen? 
And I keep telling you people, get your tickets early. <sighs> right, so you've been warned. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, the 1st of December. Go and grab them when you can, all right? You've been well warned. Okay, moving on. I have to give a mention to the Macmillan United Pipe Band. And yeah, they've put out an announcement saying that they're going to be holding a concert on the 2nd of April called Quick Step. Oh, I like that. This will be held in the Black Rock Centre for the Arts. There you are. Now, you can Google this and look for blackrockcentre.org. That's where you can get all of your ticket information, of course. So you will have... Some quite interesting acts here. You'll have an All-Ireland singing champion, Kevin Ellum. Woo! Not bad. As well as a US National Scottish fiddle champion, Sean Healy, will be there. And, of course, a performance by the McMillan Pipe Band themselves. If you are interested in heading along to that, then, as I said, go along to blackrockcentre.org for your tickets and go and check out the McMillan Pipe Band and all those other incredible musicians. Awesome stuff. Okay. I can't remember if I said it last week or not, but happy Thanksgiving to all of our American friends. And also happy Black Friday to all of us shoppers, I guess. There was tons of great offers all across uh, the pipe band scene. I think it seemed to be every supplier and manufacturer had a promotion of some kind. Uh, So, yeah, I hope you folks out there managed to grab yourself a bit of a bargain wherever you are and wherever you were shopping. Uh, But also, I have to give a happy St. Andrew's Day to all of our Scottish friends. Happy St. Andrew's Day! Yeah, and I do know a good number of you actually uh, were out playing at St. Andrew's Day uh, celebration today, but also at Thanksgiving as well. But you know a lot of folks that were uh, playing at home and that with their family and stuff. And that was heartwarming as well. And even locally here in well Northern Ireland, I do know that a lot of pipe bands have been playing still at switching on of Christmas tree lights in local towns and stuff. And that's awesome to see. I have to give a shout out to Tully Lagan Pipe Band. I managed to hang out with them uh, at Cookstown this past weekend uh, where all the youngsters and stuff were there playing Jingle Bells and Hark the Herald Angel Saint a lot of that kind of stuff it was very heartwarming very Christmassy and it was just great to see all the young kiddos there uh, thumping out some tunes on the pipes so yeah so shout out to the lagging and to every other pipe band of course that has sent us on the details and that that where they've been playing various different Christmas parades and stuff it's just awesome to see so many bands out and about you know showcasing the music in a Christmassy setting I guess and a holiday setting so There you are. Thank you, everyone. It's just been really, really class to see. Indeed. Right. There was some band fundraisers over the course of the weekend. I have to give a mention to Kilbarkin Pipe Band, who held their Christmas fair. That was all sorts of awesome. They had, yeah, a lot of great uh, photographs and stuff and selfies from people at the event. Uh, I think they managed to raise over two grand as well. Not bad. So yeah, shout out to Kilbarkin Pipe Band who managed to raise a ton of money at their coffee morning and all the rest on Christmas Fair. It was just a lot of fun. So yeah, well done to everyone there at Kilbarkin Pipe Band doing a spot of fundraising. Yeah, and yeah, as I say, there's been tons of fundraisers and stuff. I know last week we mentioned that McNeilstown Pipe Band had a big breakfast. We've been plugging that Grancha Pipe Band had their big breakfast and it was awesome. I think even the local mayor turned up for that one. So yeah, shout out to Grancha Pipe Band and yeah, uh, yeah, looking at the plates of stuff that you folks managed to put out. Oof. Yeah, I think I would have wouldn't have minded went going to that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite fond of a big fry. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Shout out to Grancha Pipe Band and your fundraisers. Now, to, if anyone else out there is doing any fundraising and that, of course, after the new year, then please do let us know. And we'll definitely give it a plug here on the show. So if anyone 
yeah, preparing or that, you know, for the incoming season is doing a spot of fundraising, then do get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you and give it a shout on the show. Now, speaking of giving a shout on the show, one band actually that I really want to shout out is Auckland and District Pipe Band, who have been warming up. Yeah, in sunny New Zealand for the Square Day competition, which is coming up soon, actually, from memory. Uh, But, yeah, we got a video sent to us of Auckland and District Pipe Band by Adam Mitchie. And honestly, wow, the band sound amazing. So, yeah, I know they were just warming up and they're all standing around casually talking and then suddenly just burst into tune. And, man, what a noise this band made absolutely blistering so if you haven't checked out that video by the way go and check it out in the rab show facebook page and that we've shared it out but yeah shout out to auckland and district who were warming up for the square day competition absolutely smashing stuff really really cool uh, so right speaking of cool by the way i have to give a mention to callum brown of course bagpiper with inverary and district uh, well he has put out an announcement saying that he is now going to be one of the featured pipers of the modern piping uh, publication by Lincoln Hilton. Yeah, he's now going to be part of the team, which means that he's now going to be frequently submitting his own compositions as part of the Modern Piping publication. So that's very, very interesting. So, yeah, well done to Callum being added to the team. And I think his first issue of his own tunes will be in volume 33. There you are. That's weirdly specific, but yeah, I'm looking at the website now. Uh, But yeah, shout out to Callum Brown. Very exciting development. And to Lincoln Hilton and Modern Piping there in general. Yeah, there's always some fantastic tunes published in that. So yeah, shout out to Lincoln and well done to Callum Brown. And uh, yeah, new member of the Modern Piping team there. Congratulations. I have to mention briefly an event that happened this past weekend. We did give it a shout on the show previously, but it was an event organised by the Irvine Memorial Pipe Band from Clabby. Now, they had... This is quite an awesome idea, and we're seeing more of these now happening. Uh, It was an evening with Pipe Major Richard Parks. Now, also involved were Ashley McMichael and Garth McLees, of course, from the Field Marshal Montgomery. Uh, Three absolute huge figures from the Field Marshal Band and a huge audience of people. I believe the hall was packed out. Uh, So, yeah, quite an interesting evening. There was not so much in the way of a full evening of performances. If anything, it was more of a relaxed question and answer session. Uh, So the audience were able to ask questions of these three guys sitting in front and hopefully were able to answer them. Uh, So, yeah, I have had it on good account by everyone who attended. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it myself. Uh, But, yeah, I've been told that the event was an absolute success. And so well done to Richard, Ashley and Garth. Uh, Yeah, we've been told that it's been an absolute roaring success. And we, we do hope that more of these events will happen in future. Yeah, there you are. So shout out to the Irvine Memorial Pipe Band for running that event. Fantastic stuff. Now, uh, speaking of new appointments and stuff there for Glasgow Sky, I have to mention Uddingston. Uddingston Strathclyde Pipe Band, to be specific, and their Grade 4 band. I have to welcome their new lead tipper, Lauren Rimmer. Yeah, Lauren has been appointed as the brand new lead tipper of Uddingston Strathclyde Pipe Band. So all of us, we just want to wish her the very best of luck. Yeah, indeed. So there's been a very brief statement from Uddingston actually just announcing the appointment. So yeah, all of us just wanted to say, well done. And we can't wait to see the work that you do there in the back line there, Lauren. Well done. Uh, So yeah, exciting times to be part of Uddingston Strathclyde. Interesting stuff. Now... Yeah, we we also got a bit of an announcement of a move for a drum major, of course, Lauren Hanna. Yes, Lauren has managed to move across to a brand new band and 
Yeah, it's Fife Polis. Fife Polis. Yeah, Lauren, of course, from Northern Ireland right here. Uh, yeah, she is now taking up the helm at Drum Major there at Fife Police Pipe Band. So there you are. Just wanted to drop that in there. Uh, so Fife Police had to put up a very nice wee post welcoming her to the band. So yeah, shout out to Lauren. Brand new DM of Fife Police. Awesome stuff. And speaking of Fife Police, actually, uh, they put up photographs of their Saturday practice. Yeah, but what wasn't a Saturday practice? It was a Sunday practice, actually, but I got that wrong. Stuff and rap got drunk. Yeah, but Fife Police put up a photograph, a couple of photos, actually, of the band back in the hall on pipes and drums, and it's very exciting. And I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people, whenever they publish photographs like this, I go through it. And I go, oh, do I recognize them? Oh, who's that? Oh, oh, oh. And I go and see, right, any new faces in there? Aye, and one such band that did that recently was St. Lawrence Tool. They published uh, photographs as well of them back in the practice hall uh, on pipes and drums, of course. And again, I did recognise a few new faces in there. Mm. Yeah, so very interesting, uh, but also very cool to see bands back in the band hall again on full pipes and drums now at this case. Uh, You know, hopefully now all the learning is done. You know, no one else is still struggling with that third part of this display. Maybe we've all got it by this time. Uh, so, yeah, we're all on the floor now, as they say, and very exciting stuff. Yeah. All right. Now, I have to mention this week, uh, well, I'm going to drop it into conversation and you can go and check it out at your leisure. But Wake and District Pipe Band are running a bit of an online fundraiser. Yes, Wake and District are running an online fundraiser to help fund their upcoming trip to the World Championships. Yes, Wigan District have made every intention uh, known to the world that they are hopefully coming to Scotland in 2023 to compete at the Worlds. Now, as you know, it's not a cheap business, uh, so they are running an online fundraiser. So if you would like to help donate to the band, then you can. But of course, you don't have to. It's it's not a forced thing. Uh, But if you'd like to help support Wake, then uh, yeah, why not? Go and help them in their endeavours and to... Head here to the UK to compete at the World Championships. Fantastic stuff. So shout out to Waken District. You can go and check it out on all of their socials and stuff. That's all available there. They've shared all the links and all the rest. So you can go and have a look at that. There you are. All right. I have to mention the Silicon Valley Pipe Bands. They put out an announcement about an upcoming holiday concert. Yeah, this will be held on Sunday, December 4th at the San Andreas Episcopal Church there in Saratoga. California. There you are. So if you are interested in catching some piping action this holiday season, there's your opportunity. For more details, you can go and check it out on Silicon Valley Pipe Band on their social media. But that's all happening on Sunday, the 4th of December, uh, as I said, in St. Andrew's Episcopal Church there in Saratoga. There you are. So if you are interested in going to check that out, then go ahead. Yeah. So speaking of concerts and everything, I know I've already mentioned it on the show, but I do want to give it another shout out here. Uh, shout out to the Kevin R. Blanford Memorial Pipe Band. They're holding a bit of a Celtic Christmas, as it's called. Again, a Christmas concert, but yeah, tons of great piping action. This will be held in the Claremont United Church of Christ, which will be in Harrison Avenue in Claremont. Uh, so if you are interested, that's happening on the 11th of December. Doors open at 3 p.m. And for full information on where to get tickets and stuff, go to the Kevin R. Blanford Memorial Pipe Band on social media. Uh, you can also visit their website, blanfordbands.org, and that's where you can go. And, uh, oh, if anything, use the promo code CCCM as well. And uh, you'll get a little discount there code as well. I thought, although that might well have ended by now. I don't know. You can go and check that out. <laughs> Shout out to the Kevin R. Blanford Memorial Pipe Band. And, uh, yeah, their upcoming concert there on December the 11th. 
Awesome stuff. So for fans of the Seven Nations band, you'll know that we have managed to chat with Bradley Green, of course, uh, or as, as better known here as Piper Brad. Uh, yeah, he's actually in the process of recording his first solo project. Uh, so he is running an online fundraiser as well. And we have shared that out, of course, on our socials. And yeah, you can go and check that out. Now, I know that we teased a little track from this previously, but, you know, when Brad was working on it, we played it on a previous episode. But just to let you know that he's now opened it up for public donations. And if you can help him, uh, you never know. Yeah, This album may well drop in the near future. Indeed. So go and check that out. It's available. We've shared it all out there on the Rab Show socials. And uh, yeah, that upcoming release from Piper Brad may well be in the near future. Looking forward to that. Indeed. Speaking of performances and Christmas and all the rest, I have to give a shout to Coulter and District Pipe Bands who are going to be having a bit of a Christmas winter performance which will be held on Wednesday the 14th of December. And this will be in Peter Cooler Parish Church. There you are. So for more information, of course, go along and check out Coulter Pipe Band on their social media. And uh, if you are a supporter of Coulter and District, and even if you're not and you just fancy some piping action and you're in that area of the Peter Coulter uh, Parish Church, then why not go along to that? That's Wednesday, 14th, 14th of December. I could just about talk. There you go. Also, I know possibly by the time you listen to this podcast, the deadline may well have already passed. But today, the 30th of November, is deadline day for your fees. Oh, pay your fees, boy. Yeah, today's deadline day for fees. So, yeah, here's hoping by now uh, that your band has paid their membership fees and won't have this worry to worry about. Because after today, then you get into late fees and penalties and fines and all sorts of craziness. And hopefully you won't have to handle that. Yeah. But just wanted to mention it. Anyway, Scarivore. <laughs> How did I go from that one to Scarivore? Well, yeah, Scarivore Pipe Band put out the announcement today that they're launching a brand new album called Tempest. Tempest! No oh, man, for Scarivore fans, this is very exciting. Because th- this will actually be followed with a bit of a uh, UK tour after this as well. So for Scarivore fans, go along, check it out. Tempest, T-E-M-P-U-S. It's been a long time coming. It's available for pre-order right now. Um, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, right now. As far as I'm aware. Uh, so go along. Scarivore. Go and have a look at their socials. Their brand new album, Tempest, is due for, for release very soon, actually. So there you go. And oh, congratulations to them, by the way. They signed a huge record deal, actually, to one of the biggest uh, vinyl companies, I think, in the UK. They have some huge names on their roster. Uh, so congratulations to Scarivore, onwards and upwards. Uh, but yeah, cannot wait for this new album, Tempest, to drop. It's going to be very exciting. Indeed, there you are. Alright folks, well that's pretty much it for all the news and updates at this point. We are still waiting on updates from RSPBA Northern Ireland with regards to the AGM and how it all went. Uh, So once we get that, no doubt it'll be on next week's podcast possibly, or even the week after. Who knows? Uh, Because, yeah... Next week's, next week's episode, we do hope to bring you an episode from the Trad Awards. Did we mention the Trad Awards already? I think I might have had them. Yeah, I'm going to try and smuggle a microphone uh, into the Trad Awards and uh, yeah, present an episode of the podcast from it. It's going to be very exciting stuff. Looking forward to that. So that's next week. But for this week, we've got quite an awesome topic of the week to bring you. One of which that I've been looking forward to for a while because I'm a huge fan of uh, their work. So yeah, we'll get into it. So... I think it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. McLennan Bagpipes. 
by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials, using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And yeah, I have to say, really enjoyed that cup of tea this week. Um, Because yes, it's pretty dang cold outside. It's howling a gale out there at the minute. So I was more than happy to head indoors and get a cup of tea. But I'm back out here in the garage where it's freezing cold. And this microphone is calling me for topic of the week. So hello, time for topic of the week. Yes, you might have guessed by the title of this week's episode, we are droning on. Now, if you haven't heard of this podcast yet, then where have you been? This podcast has been, I've been a huge fan of this actually from the outset. So yeah, if anything, I've been on the podcast as well. Uh, episode 41, if you do want to go and look it up. Yeah, that's the Big Rab Show episode, the Big Rab episode. Uh, so yeah, they are long-form conversations with some of the big names in the piping scene, but also some of the more local names in the piping scene for where Jim is. Uh, so yeah, we have a very interesting conversation coming up here with the host of the Droning On podcast. Yeah, let's welcome Jim to the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Jim from Droning On. How are you, Jim? Thanks, you well? man. I'm nothing but honored. That's what I am. <laughs> oh, don't be, man. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, what is it? You guys, you guys like to say chuffed, right? Is that what I am chuffed. right now? Am, right. I exper- am, I, am I experiencing the emotion of chuffiness at present? I, th- I think it could be. Yeah. yeah that's what there I'm experiencing. Go. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I have to ask you then, uh, obviously, we've been talking about the Drone and On podcast before here on Rab Show. Um, this is it's not a recent thing. Like You've been going now for a while. Do you want to tell us about how the podcast got started? You bet. And that you've been really nice about it too, Rab. I really appreciate that. I've always sure. appreciated that you're, you're, you don't have an attitude that would suggest that like there's a limited amount of success in the world. You've, no, you've always been very no, no, supportive no. Of, of anybody else. And that's really nice of you. Absolutely. Um, I've, I've, I mean, I've probably, I, anybody who's listened might, might, might get tired of me mentioning it, but I have a really close friend. I, you know, I can't help it. it it's it's something that affects me daily. I have a really close friend who, who died in uh, 2019 and, uh, and he had this idea to start a podcast from years before that. Um, mm. Zach and, and he and my buddy Kevin and I, the three of us, we kind of did bagpipe stuff together and everything. And we talked about doing a podcast. Of course, we listened to your show. Chanarant oh, wow. was out, you know, once Chanarant <laughs> started coming out, we were listening to Chanarant and stuff, you know, yeah. and, uh, and the idea, Zach was, he and I played pipes together since we were teenagers here in Utah in the USA. And, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think it was just my perception that when we were kids, like it was really tribal. Like we've got, I don't know, we've always had like a solid half dozen or more bands going on if you mm. count all the competitive bands here. So there's a, there's a decent number of pipers for, for where we are in the country. Um, but it was kind of like once you affiliated with one band, you, you like you couldn't talk to anybody else. Yes, I've heard some people understand. say that was partly because of the liquor laws here in Utah. We couldn't have a beer tent for so long. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't couldn't lubricate the socializing in any way. But <laughs> but um, but whatever the cause, that was his sense. And he had run around and played with a bunch of different bands. And he, his idea for the podcast that we would do would be let's just get all of our friends into it and we'll all talk to each other and we'll all become friends because everybody who listens will hear each other's stories. And of course, then when we see each other at games and stuff, sure, we'll compete, but we'll also know something about the people who we see in the other band tents, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so that was sort of the the ethos behind it then, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then after he died, um, then COVID hit and it was like, well, you know, we're not seeing each other anyway. Shoot, this could be a fun way to get to know each other. So I started out just interviewing band members and then it was like, well, I'll talk to some other band members, kind of achieve the vision, you know, in a way. So I started reaching out to other bands and, and now I've, I've, you know, I've kind of leveraged it a little bit to talk to some of my heroes, honestly, a little, little selfishly. I reach out to people and be like, well, I have a podcast and it's just me really, you know, <laughs> you make it sound like a more thing than it is and convince some, some bagpiping superstars to come on, you know, there you go. Why not? Yeah. Well, Jim, I have to say there's, there's something that the drone and odd, pod has that we don't have here at rab show uh, you're something... making me blush come on no no honest to goodness I, I, it's something i would love to develop further in our own show you know that's one of these things i always like to be constantly improving uh, so whenever i look at droning on i'm very jealous of your long form conversations you have with your guests you know you get really lost in the woods in some some of these yeah well you're really nice to frame it in a positive way but rab that is so much like out of you could call it laziness. You could call it necessity, you know, like, like, as I was like, it was partly strategic. I thought to myself, all right, if I do a show like Rab, then I'm going to have to do a lot of research ahead of time and prepare a lot of notes. And okay. that's hard work. And then I thought if I do a show like Jeremy Kingsbury over at way Too twag, that's yeah. ooh, I'm gonna have to record a lot of music gonna have to do a lot of research, you know, mm. Chanarant, if I did it like Chanarant, I'm gonna have to coordinate multiple schedules, you know, so I thought to myself, yeah, what yeah. if I just let the guest make the show. <laughs> My wife oh. helped me come up with a sheet of questions, just generic questions to get started with, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'll just let the person who's on take me wherever we're going to go. We'll go there, you know? And I see. That's part of why I only put it out every other week too. That way I can keep up with it, you know? 
I said, yeah, that, that's one of the things I know, uh, you know, listeners of the Rab Show, as soon as we recommended you guys and told them to go listen, they did, of course, came back and they said, oh, Rab, they're, they're not putting out weekly episodes. I said, well, you know, it's quality over quantity, I guess. <laughs> Again, you're, put, you're taking all my limitations and turning them into positives. You're very nice about it. Well, they are. It. <laughs> Honestly, I, I do believe so. Yeah. So, uh, well, I did want to talk about your own piping background. Well, go back to the podcast. Uh, but I wanted to talk about your own piping pedigree, Jim. And when did you first decide to lift the chatter? I was 14 when I started playing. Um, it was hmm. kind of decided before that. I don't know to what degree I get hyperbolic when I talk about it, but as far as I know, probably not the deciding factor that got my parents to buy the house where they did where I grew up, but at least at least something that was in in their consciousness and awareness was that the town I grew up in had a, a bagpipe band uh, associated with its high school. Right. It had previously been part of the marching band, and just about the time I was about ready to enter into it, it kind of became its own entity, which which my, my good friend Diana, Zach's wife, uh, she runs that that program now. I see, um, yeah. But uh, that's so. So I was about fourteen, and that's when my buddy Zach, he and I had been friends for a few years. By then, we both kind of decided, like, let's do this. Let's do this bagpipe thing. You know, we were fans of the Wicked Tinkers at the time, and um, uh, all of our all of our teenage plans were like, we're gonna go drag Maine and blast the Hammered album (laughs) (laughs) in this little town in rural Utah. You know, (laughs) but that's that's when it started. And there was a there was a chanter program at the junior high. I didn't actually have room to take it in my schedule, so I just picked up lessons from the gal who uh, Heather Herbert was the pipe major at the high school at the time. So Mm -hmm. it was kids teaching kids to some degree, but she knew what she was doing. She learned well and. It was a well-run program, and that's where it started, yeah. There you go. And then from there, obviously, you got involved. Is it the Garden City Pipe Band? I think it's called the Garden band? Garden Valley. Garden, Garden Valley, Valley, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's all right. It's a confusing so name. <laughs> is, that, is that where you are now? Is it, you still playing yeah. with them? And Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, again, my buddy Zach, he and some other friends and I, we all got together and thought, let's start a band here, you know, where we're at. So we didn't have to travel quite so far and stuff like that. And we wanted it to be educational first. We kind of wanted to help build the... The idea was if we're, if we're an educational organization first, then a lot of the people who take lessons from us, this is again, Zach's vision of getting along with people even more. They'll come learn from us and they might go join other local bands and we won't miss them. That'll be fine. Cause then we'll have friends everywhere. You know, we're not going to try to cling to people. Exactly. 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 Yeah. 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 And originally it was going to be the Bob Ross Memorial pipe band, like the guy who paints, you know? Yes. Bob Ross, the legend. We wanted to have his face on the bass drum heads. Um, We reached out to the family, to the (laughs) the estate and asked if we could have rights, you know, because we didn't want to like make anybody upset, you know, they they didn't give us any rights to do that. So we went with Garden Uh, Valley, partly just because we're in Utah Valley and it used to be kind of an orchard area. But our our little tagline, like along the edge of our logo, you can still see is, I don't know if I pronounced it right. It's an old Irish uh, translation. It's Crane Shona or something along those lines. Crane Shona, it, it means uh, little trees. That's our, our nod to Bob ah, Ross. Happy little, little trees. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. And wouldn't that have made an awesome bass drum? Like, ah, seriously, I say it would have. <laughs> that would have been in the Rab Show Awards for coolest bass drum, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so I have to go back to the podcast then. You know, it's not often I get a chance to talk to a fellow podcaster. And I'm sure yeah. listeners, listeners will probably be dead bored at this possible point in the conversation <laughs> but i have to ask you about the challenges that you've faced in podcasting uh, what are some of your biggest challenges you face so far um volume that uh, by which i mean <laughs> by which i mean both <laughs> of course always trying to capture more listeners 
but yeah. really more than that i mean like audio volume oh, like that's decibel, main, yeah, like actual that's volume main, volume yeah that's yeah. the main feedback i get um and as i've gone along i have i think i've improved it all of right. my interviews are remote like you know most of what you do as well right and so there's that there's Bias always in. that that um like mm. well, who knows what's going to happen there what kind of device they'll be joining on and stuff like that but yeah in general, I'd like to think I've improved audio quality a bit, and I've found some tricks to take the volume up, up higher, but the most consistent feedback I get from listeners is, your show's too quiet. It needs to be louder. <laughs> right. I see. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Well, if anything, I could possibly help you there. There you go. I, I, yeah. I am a bit of a nerd when it comes to all of this stuff. Um, yeah. I know for folks listening right now, we're going to get lost in the woods here. But whenever you're producing a podcast, there is a serious amount of editing and what we call mastering after the fact. Mm-hmm. You know, we're tweaking EQ levels and stuff and making sure it sounds good in your ears. And uh, this is not a voice that is good without tweaking. Uh, so, <laughs> do you do any kind of anything like that, like editing and mastering and stuff like that now? Yeah, or? for sure. I, like I find, I don't know if you found the same, but I found that usually my own voice, my own recording, the the low end is too much. And I'm not trying to like, that's not like a humble brag saying I have a manly low voice or anything like that. Rather, yeah. there's kind of a, almost like a buzz hum that comes through if I don't cut the low end a bit. There you go. So yeah. I've, I've got to cut that a bit and then compress my own voice. Otherwise it, it, it'll like, it'll hurt your eardrums, you know, the way that it like almost hums into them, you know? <laughs> and then uh, of yeah. course with the guests, there's like I say, depending on what they join in on, man, sometimes there can be a ton of work to try to reduce white noise and try to mm-hmm. get rid of pots banging in the background and stuff like that. hundred percent. Oh man, you're preaching to the choir. But yeah. So oh, you, you, you ever get this one, Rav, when after an episode has gone out, then a guest contacts you afterward and says, Hey, can you go back and remove oh, this thing I said? <laughs> countless times. Yeah, I do want like, people to be happy, but it's like, you, it's such a headache. Oh, it's a nightmare. Like, yeah, I don't know. And it's We're, already been released. You know, how do you re-release? And then, you know, the archive, the, anybody's already downloaded it. It's already there, you know? Yeah, so. exactly. So I, I think once that happens, and it has happened to us, our Rab show, oh, can you edit this bit out when I mentioned this thing? And I said, well, tough, mate. That, that you know, the yeah. pod is out there. It's in the ether. I could try and change it and re-upload mm-hmm. it. But what's the point? It's already out, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, depending on how you edit it, if you've got like, if you've got like, um, like EQ controls that come in and go out at certain points in the timeline, then if you take a chunk of the show out, that can throw all that off. And oh, so then all absolutely. of that post work you've done, you have to redo it. Yep. You're starting from scratch again, really. So, oh, here, I don't know. So many hours spent editing and mastering. Yeah. I'm yeah. just glad I'm not alone. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In solidarity, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I have to say then, um, you know, as well as the podcast, you also have such an interesting website that I've been a huge fan of. Uh, this is Bagpipe Swag. Tell us about this, Jim. Yeah, you're very kind. Um, That's I I don't know to what degree this is um the effect of uh, a an an ADHD brain or what, but I tend to get uh, kind of hyper-focused on, on specific projects. Mm-hmm. And, and then I kind of jump from project to project. And if I can keep them spread out enough, I can keep them all going. And this is one, since I was little, like really little, I've been very passionate about making shirts, like t-shirts. I don't, right. I don't know where exactly it comes from, but I used to like print off, I do images on the computer and then I would print them off. And then my dad had an old record player station that had a glass lid on it on hinges. So you could mm-hmm. open it to open it to put records in and out. Yeah. And I would tape my image to that glass and then put a light inside where the record player had been. I'd move the record player out of the way. And then I'd stretch a shirt over the glass and then use fabric markers to do my own essentially oh, to trace the garment. Yeah. 
Yeah, because oh. I couldn't I couldn't afford the the money or the space for a screen printer. So this is that passion combined with the passion for bagpipes. Basically, right now <laughs> this project is only costing me money. <laughs> so I, I'm doing it because I because I'm bringing some of my dreams from right from childhood to life here. Um, and yeah. if it gets to the point where it can sustain itself, that'll be great. But like I was telling my buddy Jeremy, um, if in the meantime all we do is make some cool shirts and and spread them around a little bit, it'll still be it'll still be cool to have done it. So. Oh, absolutely. Well, I have been a fan since you launched this. I think I have some of your early designs, actually. That one, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the website here now. That one with Ralph Wiggum with the chanter up his nose. <laughs> Careful now. It's not It's not technically Ralph Wiggum. Oh, is it? It's just someone that looks vaguely <laughs> no, like... That's, I'm trying to avoid getting uh, sued by Disney or having them force me to ah, take the design right. down. That's why the design is called Not a Simpsons Character. <laughs> yes, I noticed <laughs> this is that. just a yellow-skinned kid. <laughs> who happens to be <laughs> with a chanter up his nose. Any similarities to Simpsons characters, nothing. And, and I guess I should mention, Ram, the idea behind the, the website is in part that shop. It's like, if you can imagine it like a farmer's market, mm-hmm. right? With mm-hmm. multiple shops in it, multi- multiple stands, right? The website, bagpipeswag.com, that's the marketplace. And then mm-hmm. I have a stand there that I call in-house designs. And so all the ideas yes. that I've had over the years and things that my friends bring to me and stuff, I bring them to fruition there. But there's an open invitation to pipe bands and to recording artists, anybody kind of affiliated with the piping world. If you want to set up a stand at bagpipeswag.com, mm-hmm. I'm already paying the hosting fees and the, the online merchant fees and all that kind of stuff. So I can get rid of that headway or excuse me, that uh, overhead mm-hmm. for anybody interested in doing that. And then I take this is direct print, direct ship, right? So the order comes in, yes. that makes the thing and it ships out. So there's always somebody in every band who has boxes and boxes of t-shirts in their garage and they have Absolutely. to worry Absolutely. Yeah. You've so, got like 50 of a size small uh, or two, yeah, two exactly. 300 of a triple XL. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and so that, that's, that's part of the idea. You can come set up a shop on bagpipeswag.com. You don't have to worry about inventory or shipping or anything as the orders come in, they go out. And, and so it, that's in part to kind of help alleviate that burden for all my friends. Cause I'm, I've been that guy. And then, mm. I mean, in part, it's to keep the website afloat. So, you know, the typical, um, the typical, uh, 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 what do you call it? Gain, the typical uh, mm. revenue on a t-shirt, just to yeah. keep it simple, is like seven bucks. Mm-hmm. So the band or the recording artist or whoever's got a shop gets five of those dollars and then bagpipe swag gets what's left is the idea. And that keeps, the, keeps the shop running. Keep the doors open. Yeah. Well, that, that was one of the things I was going to ask you about this because I see here that the Charleston Pipe Band are selling merch through bagpipe swag as well as your own band as well. So, of course, I convinced my band to get on there right away. Well, yeah, but, yeah <laughs> you had to. Uh, so yeah. as you say, this is open to other pipe bands to take advantage of this, really, to have this like online store platform. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is this direct printing, uh the way that this is set up is I I've got a um the supplier has a whole network of printers all over the world. And mm-hmm. so if you're a pipe band in Australia or in the UK or in the US or really anywhere, there's likely printers nearby that are going to be part of this network. And so it can help a lot with shipping costs as well. Um, so if anybody wants to explore this, they can email me and I'd be happy to help them get a, get a shop set up on the site for sure. There you go. Excellent. So what's your email then? Well, let's have a plug. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, use piping gym at gmail.com. It, it's not, I realize that it would be way more professional if I had like, you know, 
president-elect at, at bagpipeswag.com or something like that, but uh, not not making enough money to to, to buy to, to buy an email inbox yet. So in the meantime, piping Jim at Gmail. That sounds perfect to me. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, go and check out the designs up there, folks. Seriously, uh, not as well as the pipe band stuff that's there. You know, Jim, you obviously have your own unique designs. There is some shirts on there with just the word. I, I, how do I describe this? They're do you know the Supreme jerseys that you would see or T-shirts and stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, instead yeah, of saying brand. Supreme, yeah. these just say Strasbay. I think they're incredible. Yeah. Thank you very kindly. Thank so, very so cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, go and check it out. Bagpipe swag. There you are. Definitely worth a look. Now, I have to ask you then, what does the future hold for the Drone and On podcast? You have quite a few interesting guests of late this last while. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I, th- I mean, that's the idea of my, you know, I still love doing it. And so that's that's what makes it worth it. Um, there are seven really wonderful people who have become patrons of the show. And, go, and so it's literally guys. paying for itself at this point. And so it's not <laughs> costing me money anymore. And so I'm very grateful to them. And I do, you know, if anybody's interested in patronizing it, of course, I do cool drawings now and again and send out albums and stuff like that too. But um, so, so because it's like financially not a drain on me and because I still love doing it, my intention is to just keep doing it till I die. We'll see what happens, but basically stay the course, you know, improve audio a bit, but just keep interviewing. I, I, I really love talking to my piping heroes, of course, mm. but I, I think the bread and butter of the thing, the main thing about the show is talking to, you know, your, your grade five um, snare drummer who just joined the band two years ago. That's the idea, right? Get to know mm. people. Um, Absolutely. That's where the fun stories come up too. hundred percent. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And th- there has been occasion here, even on the Rab show, you know, where we are interviewing some of the big guns, but we're asking them really grassroots questions. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. asking them, all right, like what's your favorite two, four March rather than yeah. what's your favorite 20 minute long pay break? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So that, no, that, that's it. You know, we talk about it, the love of the music and its people. And I think the Drone and On pod really does focus quite well on the people, that element of it. Absolutely. Man, you're going to have me floating for weeks on your positive words of affirmation. Right? No, I mean <laughs> it, man. I, I didn't bring you on here just to blow your ego, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, bring me back to do that anytime. <laughs> and if uh, I'm feeling down, I'm going to shoot, shoot you a message real quick. Hey, Rab, what do you think of me? Do you think I'm cool? <laughs> uh, it does no harm. Harm. does no harm well i have to ask you now as this episode goes out we're heading close to the holidays i guess yes, sir. and uh you have uh quite a lot of holiday music I, I guess you know like a lot of like hymns and stuff and like christmas music almost recorded do you want to tell me yeah. about your recording and all of that yeah i can't i can't deny that i'm i am a an unapologetic extreme lover of christmas music um christmas music for me starts like man if it's if it's october 1st and i haven't started yet that's late for me really i and, wow. and that's because it's not that i'm listening to bing crosby nonstop for six months right it's <laughs> it's just that like every year i find more stuff that i find so exciting you know i see um, and i and and so yeah I, I i really love that kind of music i get excited about it and uh in part i think rab in part it's it's like a uh a, a uh what would you call it like a security thing where like if I'm working with like, I've done a few albums of like really, really, really old hymn tunes. Yes. And, I love those and, by the way. Yeah. Managed so, to pick so, up a couple of those, those albums that they're smashing. So they oh, are. thanks man. I've got, yeah. I've got another one that's just about ready to go out too. Um, oh, really? But we're like with that. And then also with the Christmas songs, it's almost like, I, I don't, I, I want to say the word gimmick, but that makes it sound cheap, but it's not that there's a gimmick so much as like, 
there's a certain level of like, um, if I was writing music and putting it out myself, there's a, that's very emotionally vulnerable in a way. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if I say this is a collection of really old hymn songs or really old, uh, you know, Christmas songs, these things are in the public domain. They've been around for a long time. And it's like, that's the point of interest. I'm just recording it. You know what I mean? And so yes. to some degree, it is kind of a protecting my ego thing. <laughs> you I know see. what I mean? If somebody's like, this song's boring. I'd be like, well, talk to the guy in the 12th century who wrote it. It wasn't yeah. me. You know? <laughs> That's it. Well, I have had that from a few composers we've had on the show before who were nervous about releasing their own material. You know, yeah. but they are essentially releasing a part of them into the world mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. dealing with criticism can be quite difficult for them to deal yep. with. So have you had to deal with any criticism, I guess, you know, with your, either your music, podcast, your webs, anything like that? Well, I, I have got a... a, a that here and there a negative review for the podcast that that happens you know i'm sure i'm sure you can understand too it's like oh, yeah. on the one hand it's like well i do want people to like this so i try to take this into account on the other hand it's like what are you you know if it was coming from one of my one of my seven patrons then i definitely would listen you know but it never does they're they're the no. nicest people to me they're yeah. probably too nice to me right and so it's like <laughs> well well heck man i do this for free you know just you know just if you don't like it, don't listen, you know, but, uh, there you it, go. Really in general, our, our community, this is, this is part of what's been so awesome about like my wife asked me during the pandemic, I like music I, I, and I do play a lot of different, um, like instruments and stuff. Right. And mm -hmm. she's asked me before, like during the pandemic, she was like, Hey, if you had to pick just one, one instrument, one genre of music to play, et cetera, what would it be? And I said, Oof. bagpipes. Right. And, and it's, it's like the bagpipes musically are limited compared to a lot of the other stuff I do. And that's part of what's interesting about them. But the main thing is that they are the gateway to this community. Like this is my tribe. And overall, like I've, I get nothing but love and, and um, like it, it, it honestly has kept me going in a lot of ways, you know, um, yeah. just the, the people it, there's, there's a lot of good people here. So uh, no, I've been really lucky in general, like no negativity, no, honestly, probably some, really positive lies to keep my to keep my emotions high from really good friends is probably more likely <laughs> oh not at all but if anything yeah that's something we've dealt with in rab show we've already done an episode of hater meal and another yeah. one is in the works we've threatened it always it blows my mind rab especially when people complain that your show is too long it's like what? oh that keeps oh, happening you have too much yeah. you have too much like what a weird it's, thing to complain crazy. about i don't get that yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but that is possibly a part of uh, Hitter Meal Part 2. Uh, you'll get that. Um, but uh, yeah, th there was also a thing in the piping scene. You mentioned it right at the beginning of our chat there about, oh, there's another piping podcast. And then people immediately mm. think that there's a rivalry there. You know? Yeah, yep. Especially there was another podcast, the, the premiere piping podcast oh, yeah. Yeah, us totally. and the pod, pod band pipe people would try to set us up for a bit of a battle between rab show <laughs> and uh, i was like what's going on like what's so, the prize money right like what's yeah. at stake in that kind of situation what's going on <laughs> yeah so i i don't know what your opinion is but mine is obviously the more podcasts the, the better you know the yeah. more people talking about this music and as people absolutely bring it on totally man absolutely the more the better and and like specifically with the premier pod band the premier pod band pipe cast yeah. first of all i love alliteration <laughs> i get excited about alliteration so like that's a great title just because of the alliteration and also like i guess i do feel some like affinity for them because it's them the chanarant and myself are all out here in the in the united states desert you know yeah. we're all like right <laughs> so it feels a little bit like oh we got to stick together you know but like at the same time like come on like 
can we can we all not see that like there's an element of joking going on here when this when this humble podcast gets started up and they call themselves the premiere or anything like absolutely yeah you know if we if we wouldn't take ourselves so seriously we wouldn't get so offended about stuff you know there you go and uh, we've always kind of tongue-in-cheek paused whenever we said that you know the <laughs> yeah premiere yeah. And I think that's exactly their yeah. intention too. So I don't think they'd be offended by that because I think no. that's exactly the idea. 100%. So no, if anyone out there listening, by the way, I think we mentioned this in a previous rap show, but if you do want to lift the mic and make your own podcast about piping, please do go for it. Yeah. You know, the market just, is by no means saturated at this point. There's absolutely. plenty of room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although I have to say, if you go to uh, like iTunes or Spotify or something and you type in video game podcasts, there are literally thousands of them. And same, I don't know, no matter what your favorite hobby is, like Marvel movies or professional wrestling or something, there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts on them. Uh, but yet if you type in uh, pipe bands or bagpiping, uh, there's only a select few that comes up. Yeah. So there's not even a second page to load up. That's exactly. Exactly. One shot. Yeah. So until I listen to my podcasts at 2x speed too, Rab. And, and so oh. until I reach a point, yeah, this is weird for me to hear your voice moving at normal speed, honestly. <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually it sounds like you're on cocaine. But um, the, <laughs> when I reach the point where I can be listening to bagpiping podcasts at 2x speed nonstop morning to night mm. all week long, well, then I'll say maybe we have about enough. Not that I'm going to complain about having more at that point, but like yeah. we're not at that point yet. So go, yeah, no. make some more podcasts for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know something, you're talking about the 2X speed. I've had a lot of people mention that, you know, say, oh, we could listen to 2X. So because your episodes are like an hour, an hour and a half long. I, I you know, I've only got like a 20 minute commute or something. So they, they speed it up. But uh, what the guys on the team do for badness, sometimes they send me clips of where they've slowed it down. To, oh yeah <laughs> to 0.5 or even you know point or 1.0 something they've slowed yeah. it down and i sound really drunk myself when speeding stuff up i took you down slower and went no, no, no that does sound yeah. pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sure those it's nothing on you rab you you speak at a perfectly excellent speed i hope that's so. just that's just <laughs> the way i consume stuff is is crazy fast is all so no i'm sure and, and i'm sure that's what's going to say but people listening right now will be playing around with the speed now speeding us up slowing us down yeah, that's right yeah, that play with that. <laughs> there you go so have you got any uh of particularly favorite podcasts that are in your rotation that you just can't miss every week oh big rab show of course that's, oh, that's the big one of course well naturally. okay you can you can miss <laughs> us <laughs> um but is there any other way to twags bagpipe and history podcast yeah yeah I've that's actually that's the yeah. only podcast that i do slow down to 1x speed because so much of it is music and mm. you know you don't want to speed up the music and so that's no. actually the one and only of in my whole rotation that, that i slow down to that point uh chanarant i'm i've i've Never missed an episode of Channel Rant, of course. I was crazy about those guys. Yeah. Um, and then um, non-bagpiping, I do. I get I get pretty excited about sort of like local history podcasts, stuff about about the West, and and uh, I also get excited about um, English language podcasts. Um, oh, just wow. sort of the the yeah. history of of language and the way it com- comes together and stuff like that. And uh, there's a really good. I'm sure people have already heard of it. It's not like it's a niche thing, but this excellent Dungeons and Dragons podcast, um, The Adventure Zone. My goodness, uh, that's the first oh. season of the Adventure Zone. Balance. I've listened to it three times. It's because it's that good. It's wow. so good. <laughs> what, what do you call this? I haven't listened to that. Oh man, it's 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 the Mac. These guys call themselves. They say their last name McElroy, which always confused me because I look at it and it looks like it's McElroy. But they're behind the uh, the the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast, which is a pretty big deal. 
right as, yeah. as like a as like a joke one day i think one of them was sick or something i can't remember they they thought they'd they'd go ahead and grab the the D uh starter pack and just play like the the standard starter adventure um right. it ended up being kind of popular so they did a spin-off thing and man it's it's pretty huge now um as they've done different campaigns they produce graphic novels of the stories afterward and stuff like wow. that so i've got all those on my shelf they're they're that good listen the the first one balance i'm serious like by at the beginning there are a lot of like a lot of like teenage boy jokes and stuff like that you know like <laughs> but they can be funny but you get through that i'll tell you what by the end of it you'll probably be in tears just from how awesome it is. It's just beautiful. Collaborative wow. storytelling at its finest. Absolutely I'm going to have to check that out. Right? That's it's interesting. It's so good. Yeah. Adventure Zone. Very good. There you go. I'll have to listen to that. Well, of course, myself, I listen to a load of pipe and bass podcasts wherever I can. Uh, but I listen to a lot of comedy as well. Oh, do you? So I do. Yeah. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of very famous Northern Ireland comedians here that do podcasts and they produce those each week. So that's what I listen mm-hmm. to. There's that yeah. and a load of true crime stuff like that. Oh, you're a true crime guy. Yeah, I'm afraid so. There's nothing puts me to sleep better than someone getting brutally murdered. It's, <laughs> it's weird, you know? Well, listen, Rab, between the two, I'd rather you go try an open mic night as a comedian than homicide so oh, yeah, oh heck, start, yeah definitely uh, that's probably <laughs> the better of the two options <laughs> <laughs> i think you're right i think you're right uh well jim i have to say for folks who haven't checked out your podcast yet uh, is there any go-to episodes you think out of all that you've done so far that you would point people out for their first listen yeah um let's see i don't have episode numbers memorized off the top of my head but mm-hmm. i can tell you i did do an interview with with big rab himself I did oh yeah you, I, oh I hey, that, that was, was really a while fun. ago yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Um, mm. There was one with Camille uh, Ozzy Osbrod from, oh, yes. from the Ranch. That, that you know, was great. She, we all yeah. already knew she was delightful, but like it, that one just just flowed so so easily. She's such a great mm. conversationalist. That was a lot of fun. Definitely. Um, one that's like not uh, a like a known person in the in the podcasting circles. Just one of my local friends, um, Robert Baxter's um, episode. Like right. I thought the interview was over. And yeah. then he said something about having like 14 kids or something like that. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And it kind of opened into a whole <laughs> second episode in a way that um, like to me ended up being like a really beautiful thing. I thought that was a lovely one. And there then like go. any of them that are like album reviews are a lot of fun. You know, with, I've done some with yes. like Timothy Cummings and, uh, and uh, then a couple with Jeremy over there at Way Too Twag and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, oh, and there was one with Ross Ainsley recently. That's kind of like my the shiniest of all celebrities that's come on so far, I was right? About like, to mention well, Ross. Yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. And I thought that conversation was incredible. Yeah. It was really well done. Um, especially for fans of Ross as well. You know, you got a, yeah. a good bit of insight about the fellow that you wouldn't normally have gotten, you know? Mm. So hi, absolutely. I am a fan. I'll say it. I know. I, yeah. Shamelessly, but I am a huge fan of the podcast, Jim. So please keep up the great work, man. And uh, shining the light on long form conversations. Yeah. Well, thanks again, man. I really appreciate that. No problem. So do you want to give a plug, shameless plug? I know we do it a lot all the time here on the show. Uh, But for the website and again, your email address, if folks want to get in touch with you about selling some swag. Yeah, absolutely. So bagpipeswag.com. And actually, now I think of it, there's a contact us link right there. So if it's easier to just use that, if you go over to more, you can go down to contact. And that just directs to my email address as well. So if that's easier to remember, you can just contact me on the website itself. Um, but my email address is pipingjim at gmail.com. I do have a Gmail address set up for the, for the podcast too, just droning on podcast at gmail.com. Um, 
my my website is heritagebagpipes.com and from there you can get links to the there's a there's an rss feed for the podcast there and there's a link to bagpipe swag too so i don't know i'm i'm maybe too spread out i need to maybe kind of draw my 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 projects together a little bit but uh you know looking around social media any of these you'll find it if you search it you know droning on or bagpipe swag or whatever absolutely yeah and we'll continue to share out the, the good stuff you know as soon as we see it we'll we'll share it out on rad show of course uh, so jim thanks man for taking time out of your weekend to have a conversation with me here in the pod as we're recording this um is there anyone you want to give a shout out to before we say our cheerios or well uh let's see um my 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 beautiful mother my uh, my hot wife, uh, what, uh, <laughs> the, the four kids I have so far. And if I have more later, I love you too. And yep, <laughs> these are all lethal. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there you go. Thank you again, Rav. You're really, you're really a great guy and a good friend. I really appreciate you taking the time. Not at all, man. Well, so yeah, I know it sounds like a big shameless plug, but it is shamelessly. So go and check Let out be. droning on, on everything that Jim is working on there. So yeah, absolutely. Huge fan. Jim, thank you so much for chatting with us this week. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Have a good one. There you are. Fantastic stuff. And, you know, uh, d- yeah, honestly, I can't plug it enough. I've been a fan for the longest time and they do amazing work over there. So shout out to Jim. Thank you for joining us this week on The Big Rab Show, actually. So, yeah, who knows? I might actually get back on the Droning On pod in the near future. You never know. You never know. But, yeah, it's just always great hanging out with a fellow podcaster. You know, who knows the struggles behind the scenes, as I was complaining at the start of the episode, I guess. Uh, but, yeah. Thank you, Jim, for taking time to chat with us. And uh, yeah, I wish you every success with bagpipe swag and all of that cool stuff that's over there. Go and check it out, honestly. Well worth your time. Alrighty, well, that's pretty much it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Now, as you know, full disclosure, as I am finishing recording this this week, we, I'm preparing to jump on an airplane and head across to Dundee for the Scots Tribe Music Awards. I have to give a huge shout out this week, actually, to Harris Kilts in Sunny Belfast. Horace Kilts! Yeah, good friends of the show there, and they managed to hook me up with quite an awesome outfit and all the rest, so I should be looking quite sharp at the awards, hopefully. Uh, so, yeah, I am a bit of a nervous wreck, not going to lie, uh, but yeah, I'm going across here uh, bones shaking, uh, but I'm looking forward to it at the same time. We've been talking about the Trad Awards now for what seems like years, and to actually be there is going to be mind-blowing it's just going to be incredible i have no no words i guess at this point to even uh, i don't know and i'm completely lost for words and that doesn't happen to me quite often uh, because as folk know me i'm a bit of a slabber uh, but <laughs> yeah to actually be in the room as a nominee as part of the scots tribe music awards is going to be very surreal And I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be an experience of a lifetime, no doubt. So, as I said, you'll be able to watch everything from the Scots Trad Music Awards on BBC Alba. The live stream will start at 9pm here in the UK. But I think you are able to tune in online as well. So if you don't happen to get BBC Alba wherever you're tuning in, uh, just go and have a search for it on your search engine, BBC Alba. And you'll be able to watch it all live as it happens on the 4th of December. Now... Next week's podcast, I have all sorts of hopes and plans that I'll be able to present an episode of the podcast from the Trad Awards. Yes, I hope to be smuggling a microphone in with me, and I hope to be chatting to everybody attending the awards. I'm really looking forward to that aspect of it. Whether it'll work or not, 
don't know, but I'm hoping to do a bit of an on-the-ground report from the Scotch Tribe Music Awards. Yeah, very excited about that. So next week's podcast will be quite a special one. Yeah, focusing on the Scotch Trial Awards, indeed. So... Everyone, please wish us luck as we head across to Dundee on Sunday. It's going to be a very nervy weekend, but a very exciting one at the same time. So hopefully we can join you all next week for the Big Rab Show podcast, which will be from the Trad Awards if everything works out okay. And my microphone doesn't decide to just give up. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to get an episode from the awards itself. And next week's show will be quite exciting as well. There you are. Many thanks to Jim and to all of our contributors this week. Thanks to the Rab Show team for putting everything together as always. And to you folk out there for listening this week. Don't forget you can download each and every week and wherever you're following us right now. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button or follow and then you'll never miss another episode. Also, don't forget to drop us a little rating. It's been quite a while since we've received a rating on the podcast. Uh, So, yeah, five stars only, please. Indeed, yeah, because that really does help the visual... The visual aspect of the show and helps bring our show more attention uh, for those piping fans out there who haven't discovered us yet. Yeah. All right. We are out the door and we'll see you all here on the podcast next week. Until then, we'll see you all next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Music.